take this opportunity to extend a gracious welcome to everyone here. I firstly extend my wholehearted welcome to our distinguished chief guest, Mr. S. Prakash, sir. Thank you, sir, for accepting our invitation and gracing this occasion with your honorable presence. I extend my warm and heartfelt welcome to all the faculty members and to the young and enthusiastic students of our institution. I wish to take this opportunity to speak about the credentials of our eminent chief guest. Mr. S. Prakash, sir, is an accomplished personality in academic, professional, and in spiritual dimensions. Sir is the CEO and founder of C Consulting. This C Consulting deals in guiding the uh, small and medium-scale enterprises and the mid-cap companies to reach their goals. Sir's revolutionary work, Glorious India, is very much notable. Sir is a gold medalist in his graduation, and he has completed his post-graduation in commerce from the Madras University. Sir is also a motivational speaker and a very nice writer too. Sir's blogs and tweets has carried many followers and hope after this session, we will also start following his footprints. So the college extends a red carpet welcome to the most eminent personality in our midst today. For an exceptional human being, it is very important to have an uncomparable hard work invested as well as a very eminent character. True to this, we have a very inspiring person in our midst today presiding over the event. May I take the pleasure of requesting our honorable chief guest to take over the session by boosting our minds with his inspirational words. Over to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, dear friends. It's really a pleasure to be talking to youth, the youth who really comprise what India is likely to be as we go along. Whenever I speak to youth, it's always something that I recall what I went through during my college days and what all I had to go through to be where I am today. It's not an easy journey for many of you, which is something that uh, I understand. At least uh, one advantage we had uh, during our time that maybe that uh, you do not have, that we had uh, more time at our hand because there was no internet, there was no mobile phone. <clears throat> and the only thing that we knew was uh, actually talking to people. When you had to talk to people, you had to meet them face to face. If you had to learn something, you had to go to the library to read. All these actually in uh, today's parlance might almost sound like uh, taking a you know, science fiction kind of a movie for you to go back in time to find exactly what is that uh, these uh, people were uh, doing. Really interesting. Indeed. When you look at a glorious future, whatever I intend sharing here is based on uh, my own personal journey. I have about three and a half decades of uh, management and leadership experience. And uh, what shaped me what helped me to become what, whatever I have become today, whatever little bit of accomplishments I have. In about 20 to 25 minutes, I'll share and then leave it as a question answer uh, session after that. And if you have some time towards the end, we'll also practice maybe meditation for about 10 minutes or so, which is one of the ingredients which has shaped my character and what I am today. I still remember uh, way back in the last uh, year of my college, and uh, we are also pursuing uh, 
ICWA in those days, you know, cost and work accountancy. And about eight of us, we were the thick friends through the intermediate session. There were three groups to clear. And when we were to, to write the second uh, group two exam, which consisted of accounts, costing, and things like that, we were all sitting and uh, chatting. So the exam took place in uh, Loyola College Center. We were all sitting and actually talking to each other, and each were sharing what is uh, in their mind about their future. My father used to be a first-time entrepreneur in his own life. Though I never joined his line of business because that was more into engineering, in some way it had always inspired me. When I was in third year college, like many of you are today, I didn't even know what are the job options that were available, what were the various future work that I could do. Nothing. I had absolutely nothing in mind. Each one of my friend liked the typical. Uh, I would say you know, that college, uh, we all have the josh. They were talking about, you know, somebody said they want to become a pilot. Somebody said they want to do IAS and things like that. I had one goal very clearly in mind that when it is 19, I would say 10 years from the time I finished my graduation, I said max within the time I would have started my own business. I don't know what made me say that it was a subconscious response or whatever. But next 10 years, when I went through about three jobs changing uh, from one to another, started my career surprisingly as a software professional. And when the world was moving towards software, I left software to become the thing that I liked the most, which is meeting people. I moved into sales and marketing in my life. And I have absolutely no regrets because many people even now say that uh, had you been in the software industry, you could have grown and uh, become one of the employees of the top-notch company, like the names that are being quoted today from India. Maybe a Satya Nadella of Microsoft, or maybe a, a Sundar Pichai of uh, Google, or maybe something lower. But still, my heart told me that I would have still only be an employee. I had always wanted to be on my own, and that was the glorious future that I saw for myself. And I went about that right from my college days. Right after my college days, when I pursued my PG as well as some part-time diplomas to strengthen my skills in terms of what I wanted to become further. One thing that was very clear is that I need to live a long life for me to accomplish many of my goals. And for me to be able to accomplish these goals, one thing is very certain. The vehicle that I had to, I have to take, which is uh, nothing but what you would call as uh, the body. It's something that I need to maintain it well. I always say that for anyone to be successful in their life, if you have a 10, 20, 30 year window, fortunately or unfortunately in college, many times uh, we spend so much of time in only gaining literacy. I wouldn't even call it really education because what schools and colleges give you is literacy. They give you knowledge from the books. Where you get education is actually from life. Education is what shapes your character. Colleges, if you go beyond just being studious in your school and college, which is very important, 
academic qualifications are extremely essential. After all, when she introduced me, she introduced me as a gold medalist. It does make some sense and impact when someone says, oh, wow. But still, that's not the only thing that uh, would help you to grow. One thing that I understood uh, right at my young age, you know, I have, I have not been a great fitness enthusiast, but to a great extent, I managed my body well. I used to exercise a lot. I used to spend time in equipping myself in uh, arts which are beyond uh, the normal. I spent time in learning martial arts. I spent time in many sports and field activities and things like that. Even today, that is something that keeps me going. That's why they say maybe the uh, healthy body holds a healthy mind. When you are working towards making yourself uh, better and better, that is one thing that you need to be very, very sure is that the temple which holds the God inside has to be strong. The mind being held inside. One thing that you need to be very clear is a weak body, a very tired body, an exhausted body is something that does not really help you to grow inside. Because whatever growth happens to the world is a manifestation of what you do. But for that, the seed is sown inside of you. If I am not strong mentally, if I am not strong physically, I am not talking here about uh, you know, giving shape to the body or you know, lifting weights and things like that. The basic resilience. One of the things that people today say is that India has been better off in fighting COVID because our people at a bodily level are more resilient. They have uh, better immunity skills uh, thanks to whatever we go through in our life. Three days back, I was reading a report uh, from uh, some uh, website. It said that because of the way in which Indians have been brought up, our body is much, much stronger. Very surprising. Normally, people say the other way around. I have spent a lot of time and I continue to spend it. Whenever I meet corporate executives, uh, CEOs, uh, or even uh, school students and college students, one thing I always tell them is please do not ignore taking care of the temple of your existence. The temple here refers to the, the body that houses whatever is inside of you, the brain, which produces whatever is produced. All these needs positive uh, chemicals, good food, good nourishment, good uh, exercises, whether you do as a part of your you know, hobby, whether you learn dancing, whether you go for a Zumba or whether you want to just do yoga, play shuttle, play volleyball, badminton, whatever you like. Even a simple walking and jogging, which these days has become easy. If you have a terrace or whatever, because of COVID, people can't even go. <clears throat> it's something that you can do. At least spend, you have 24 hours in a day. The 23 and a half hours or 23 hours of the rest of the day depends on that half not one hour of how well you take care of your body. It is my personal experience that on the days I have taken care of my body in some way, jogging or walking or whatever exercise, I do a combination of many of them just to avoid boredom. On those days when I exercised are the days when I felt completely rejuvenated and replenished. I would say that when I read something or when I took a session or when I spoke to people, more energy came out of me 
when my body has been given sufficient time to build itself. There are times when I have not exercised or the days when I have felt very low. There are times when I just say, okay, today I'll just keep it off. It's perfectly all right during college days that once in a while, you would prefer to sleep it off. It's perfectly fine. The days when I slept it off, slept off for longer time are the days when I really felt groggy the whole day and I was actually moody and things like that. And that continued throughout. Even today, the same thing prevails. Hence, I have ensured that there are two things when it comes to body I take care. I give it sufficient care by doing whatever workout exercise that is uh, sufficient for it. I am not saying stretch two for two and a half hours. I am not saying that go crazy on that. Do what is sufficient. Many of us at this age, you are all maybe in the age group of 17 to 19, 20, like that. You know your body well. You know exactly what is sufficient for you to uh, be rejuvenated. That is one thing. The second thing is uh, the right uh, nutrition. When I'm talking about food, I'm not going to give you any advice, but I'll only share what I do. I also do, I also eat once in a while occasional junk food, even today, because family is such, you tend to go out and all that. But keep them as exceptions. But otherwise, if you focus on nutritious food, see, finally, it is we who have to live inside our body throughout our life. Somebody might come and uh, tell us, you know, let's go, let's uh, do this, or uh, let me take one end in a short time. People might just attempt you with so many things, but please bear in mind at the age of 30, 40, whatever, when uh, you have to face certain health challenges, it is something which you might recall with regret. I need not have done that. It's quite easy, you know, once Amos Dhoni famously said, in hindsight, I never lose a match. Hindsight is when after something happens, you think I could have done this, I would have done that. That's of no consequence. It is about being in the here and now and doing what is essential. The fundamental uh, essential factor, what I would say in short, what I would call as B, N and S, B for body, which I've already spoken about. Give it sufficient time in terms of exercise, uh, rest, good balanced food, an occasional junk food is okay. You can always burn it off. The second thing, what I call is it as uh, mind, which are like uh, each constitutes 33.13% to make it 100. You cannot compromise one for the another. Mind is when we spend enough time to make us literate and educate us as well. The time that I spend in making myself better and better and better. If all of you like mathematics, you can do a simple exercise of how much would it be if you just become better by 0.01% every day. And for that, you need to read. You need to be up in the current affairs. When you go for an interview, more than the subject knowledge, what they normally ask you for is how well you are prepared to understand the world. So it's very essential that you spend a lot of time in honing your skills, both in terms of subjects and in terms of human skills. Because typically, very rarely colleges, you have time to shape your human skills. When I say human skills, what I call as skills to motivate yourself, to inspire yourself, to be a good communicator, 
to be a good leader, a person who can plan well, the person who can solve problems, all these are not skills that you have to wait for 20, 30 years in life to learn. All these are available. Part of it, you already learn it as part of your day-to-day -day life. And there are many websites today, thanks to the proliferation of internet, YouTube. There are several uh, Wikipedias. There are several authors who have put their uh, learning free of cost, including my own organization. If you visit my site, cchangeworld.com, you'll find a lot of free uh, reference material that will help you to shape your skills. Mental uh, growth is as much essential in the part of building a glorious future. Body and mind. These are two very key important aspects. And there is a third one which is very, very essential. What I call as the body, mind and soul. We are all very clear that when it comes to food, we know of the food that we take and eat. We feed it all the time. We give it water, we give it a coffee or a tea or anything else that I like. Some interesting food, spicy food, whatever food. But how many of us know that there is something called the soul inside of you which needs some kind of a food as well? The food that it needs to nourish itself is called as a spiritual food. Available in plenty. But we don't seek for it and hence we don't get it. I have coached people of exceptional talent and success in corporate life who have been corporate, who continue to be corporate leaders for two to three decades. And when I go to them, many of them are extremely good in what I call as the body, mind and soul, the M factor. They are very good, brilliant thinkers. They can solve problems. But if you look at the B or the body, they don't take out. I have known many of my very close uh, executive friends who have worked in organizations that I coached. Some of them have died at the age of 40, 45 because they didn't take care of the body, a heart attack. Or they always thought that nothing would happen to me. It is something very, I mean, uh, morbid to talk about, but specifically in COVID days, all of us have understood the importance of someone being very close to us who needs to be alive today. I have lost some of my very close friends due to COVID in the last three to four months. It knows what it means, and some of them developed comorbidities, which means they hadn't taken care of their body well. This is something that can hit hard. Some of you are watching the program today, might have known somebody, or might be one of your close neighbors, or one of your relatives might have gone. So COVID is something which is beyond our habits, but still immunity is something that you can always help build by proper breathing, by proper food, and things like that. And that is essential for leading a glorious life. What is the point in being extremely unhealthy but have the entire wealth of the world where you cannot even enjoy anything? You can't go out, you can't uh, go for a swim, you can't go on a holiday because your body doesn't cooperate. I would rather prefer a moderate life where my body works well with me as long as I want to live. That is something that I really focus and I want to ensure that I spend time on balancing. The third one I spoke about, the soul. I mentioned about the spiritual food, which is essential for all of us to really, this is something available in plenty. Organizations like Heartman's and several organizations are ready to offer free sessions, literally, to teach you how to charge your soul, how to feed it all the time. Because 
growth is always inside out. When you want a glorious future, if you see a tree today which is really big and which has grown full-blown and really blooming and giving fruits and shade, it is because the seed was taken care well. The seed wasn't taken care well, what is likely to happen? In all probability, what is likely to happen is that the tree would have developed certain deformities as it grew. The same is true for us. The soul is what enters the body and the soul is what leaves the body and this is what makes you to be alive. When somebody is born, there is a soul which enters it. And when somebody is dead, there is a soul which leaves it. This is even scientifically proven. It is not really restricted to religion or spirituality. It is an understood fact that something called as a life force which comes in when you are born. And there is something called as a life force which leaves which is also make you dead. But while the life force is there with you, do you spend enough time giving it shape? It is a question that you need to find out for yourself. One of the tools, one of the tools available, I do recall, of course, a friend who introduced me in the beginning. After that, uh, she put us through something called as a prayer. Prayer is an exceptionally good tool to charge your soul, to provide food for the soul. You always hear the word when someone listens to good music, they come and tell you that it was an excellent food for the soul. The same is true here. Another excellent tool which is available today is what we call as meditation. Meditation is something which is available to almost all. You don't need to be specially qualified to meditate. All it needs is you need to be about 15 years of age and you should be willing to spend time in meditation. That is something that I think all of us uh, are uh, at this age, it is a choice you have to make. While you have the option, while you have the option of following whatever I say, but finally the choice that you make are the choices that will decide your future. At every moment in your life, you have the ability to make choices. And each of the choices that you make will determine how your future gets shaped. Whether you focus on the body, whether you focus on the mind, whether you focus on the soul. Which you choose to focus on is a choice that you make. If you focus on all the three, you bring in the necessary balance for you to be able to really grow in a proper balanced way. Top it all, it is like, let's say that it is the icing on the cake. There is one additional input I want to give before uh, concluding the session and opening it to a question answer format if need be. It's finally the habits that shape you and shape your life. Please bear in mind that you have 24 hours in a day. At the end of this session or whenever you're free, look at the time how you invest. I don't call it wasting. I always call it as investment. In 24 hours, I might be spending about seven hours in sleeping, six hours, seven hours, eight hours, depending upon what your bodily requirements are. From the time you are awake till you go to bed in the night, what consumes your time? On the left side of a sheet of paper, write down everything that consumes your time in a day. And then write the time that actually takes. For example, you say that half an hour for WhatsApp, one hour for browsing, one hour for watching some OTT channels, whatever. Write it there and then find out how much time you invest on each of these activities in a day. And these are your predominant habits. 
after having done this, do one small exercise. The way I was questioned by my friends in the last year of college when we were sitting and writing that exam for just prior to writing the exam for cost accountancy. What's your goal? Say one year from now, three years from now, five years from now. You can say that I want to land a good job at a salary of so and so. Or you can say that I want to become a sports person representing this specific game in this specific district or state level or India level. Or you can say that I want to start my own organization. Or you can say that I want to join my dad's business or my uncle's business or something else and manage. Or you can say that I want to start my own restaurant, whatever it may be. Write your goal in a piece of paper when you are free. Take your time. If you are confused about it, speak to your counselors in college or speak to your parents. Take the guidance, write a goal. Once you have written the goal, go back to this sheet which is consuming your time. It's a choice that you have to consciously make. Look at all that, what I call as habits or activities in a day which is consuming your time. Look at it constructively. Look at each of the activities and ask yourself, will this activity help me go towards my goal? It's up to you. There are some activities you may still want to do. You may not, for example, watching a movie channel may not take you towards the goal, but in your view, that's a way to unwind. Perfectly understandable. Which means you can call it as a recreational activity to help me to move towards my goal. But otherwise, if you are able to prune, as I mentioned that the time from the time that you wake up till you go to bed in the night, is the time available for you every day given free of cost to every human, irrespective of who you are. Doesn't matter which religion you practice. Doesn't matter whether you are a male or a female. Doesn't matter whether you are young or old. Doesn't matter whether you are rich or poor. All have the same time in front of us. But the true success of any human being is in how they deploy the time that is available in front of you every day. It is the only one which is replenished at one stroke 24 hours. Nobody is given less, nobody is given more. But what differentiates a successful human being, a person who has a glorious future, if you look at their life, other than a freak, you know, lucky ones here and there, leave the exceptions out, are the people who in their own way have decided what their future is going to be. And once they decided what their future is going to be, they decided to be in the present and ensure that the habits which is consuming their time currently are looked at judiciously. And they are ready to invest time in dropping the habits which does not allow them to go towards the goal. This is something which I did when I was quite young. It took me some time because nobody was there to teach me the way someone is sharing with you their experience today. It took me more than four, five years to learn all these things on my own, what I'm sharing with you in less than half an hour's time. That is the advantage of experience or the disadvantage as you see. You can go out and learn everything on your own. After five years, if you haven't found still a way to go to your goal, maybe do a rewind button, come back to the session which you are listening to on the 10th of November 2020 and ask yourself, did I do justice to the inputs that were given to me today? Was I clear of my goal? 
did I make myself ready to give up the habits which is not helping me to go towards my goal? Don't be too harsh on yourself, like spending time with friends or occasional going out for a movie or a small party or a WhatsApp chat. All which is fine. Little bit of time just to rejuvenate and keep you. What they say, you know, the dopamine is something that has to flow in your body. And that comes through bonding and friendship and things like that. Perfectly fine. Majority of your time, say 70 to 75% of your wake-up time, find out how your habits are aligned to the goal that you want to achieve in your life. If you're clear in what you want to achieve in your life, whether it's one year from now, three years from now, five years from now, and then link it back to find how you're spending your day, what are the habits which are consuming your day, and then to what I call as a talk taking. Find out if it is helping you. It's up to you. It's up to you to decide whether you want to continue to do it or not do it. And then decide for yourself, how much time do you have to spend on maintaining my body, including proper food? How much time do I want to spend on shaping my mental abilities, body, mind, abilities, which will help me go towards my goal? How much time do I want to connect inside of myself to nurture my soul, to give food for the soul? And how much time do I have to continuously shape up my habits to go towards that? If that is something done, the glorious future that is available for each and everyone, it is not a promised land which is available only for uh, a few elite uh, members of the society. It's not like that. When God made you and me, he gave the same chances to everyone. The people who are smarter are those who made the right choices much younger. It took me a little bit longer to make choices because I had to learn many of the things uh, through trial and error and on my own. I did have a few good books to read and a few friends and uh, some advisors to help me on the way. But it still took me a lot of time. I really appreciate the work that your college is uh, doing in arranging such talks because it brings, even in these COVID times, the experience of people who have done a bit in their life and come and share their experience to you. It's up to you to decide what suits you, what you want to retain, what you want to drop. But please bear in mind, I can only share one small example before I close off this talk and move into question answer. I can teach you how to swim for 30 days by sending you lessons on WhatsApp, sharing YouTube videos, and sending you books or notes. I can send you inspirational quotes on what are the benefits of uh, swimming? All that will come to naught if you do not put that knowledge into action. Real success comes when you put knowledge into action. How do you know whether that knowledge, what is being shared, will work for me or not? The only way is for you to gain your own experience. I can tell you that a mango is sweet. If you have never had a mango in your life, how will you ever know that a mango is sweet for you or not? The only way is for you to experience. I have only given about four insights in the entire session today. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. Take care of your soul. And take care of your habits. These four, in turn, will take care of your 